Never once mistake my deeds for humanism or compassion. Despite what I have become since that fateful day, I still respect those that fight. I give you the fact that they usually die in their attempt, in their given battle, but regardless a warrior must be given respect. One strong in heart, strong in their belief, strong in their will, must at all cost be given respect, for it is duly earned. I do not give gifts very often, but sometimes it is needed to keep moral up, before the demon in me strikes for the kill. Strad von Zarevich. In a time long ago, a village was conquered. The conquered village now lies under the tyrannical rule of one individual who has no compassion, shows no mercy, and has nothing but cruel intentions devised for one individual. Peril, torment, and horror lie around every Adventurers must be ready for anything. The very well-being of not only the woman, but of the entire village hangs in the balance. Join us each week to find out if the adventurers can save the damsel, save the village, or if their lives will be lost in the attempt. This is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast sponsored by Knights of the Braille. You can find them at www.knightsofthebraille.com. And the ambient music is provided by TabletopAudio.com. Hey everybody, uh, we're back with episode 18. Uh, and we have one of the original members, uh, Adrian here. And he's going to start us off here by telling us his name, his character, and a fun fact about him. Hello, everyone. My name is Adrian, and I play... Let's see what I'm playing now. I'm playing Dodger. There you go. I was going to say Vickless, but Vickless no, Don't died. say it. Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, ended with a crash a few yeah. sessions ago. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, <laughs> Dodger... <laughs> Literally a big band. So, um, Dodger is a female Kanku... Uh, <laughs> Uh, trickery domain cleric and I guess a fun fact about Dodger is that she has been trapped in Burovia for about 10 years now and she was at some point during that time under the service of the Count Strahd himself oh okay and uh Philip how about you hey I'm Philip and well fortunately now just like um, Adrian uh, playing a different character, but and again, it's the same character. He's just reincarnated. Uh, changed the name. It's Amelia. Uh, She's a half barbarian. Um, she has a quite new fetish. Uh-huh. Um, do me a favor and get uh, pull your mic a little bit closer. Yeah, it's a bit soft. Okay, is it better? 
Oh, Lot's Manor. Lot's Manor. That's good. Um, Michael. All right. Uh, my name is Michael G, and I'll be playing Sylmistra Jaden Heatherfield, the half-elf wizard of the group. And a fun fact about her is that she's getting more into the engineering and magical creation side of magic, apart from divination. Beautiful. And introducing our new player. Um, new player, he's going to be playing a character that's been in the sessions with us. But how about you, Clint? Hey, my name is Clint. I'm uh, playing the human monk. His name is Ismark. And a little bit about Ismark, a little background. He uh, He's actually off studying there uh, a while back. And what he was studying is actually art. Ah. He has a gentle side to him. Like, like Playboy art or like Rembrandt kind of art? That is for you to find out, my friend. <laughs> huh. Alrighty. And unfortunately, Jesse had to leave before we could do the record the session. So, uh... Yeah, we're going to keep going, and Adrian's going to uh, play Kelton for us tonight, uh, mm-hmm. unless Jesse returns in time, and we're just going to let Adrian tell us a fun fact about Kelton, that no matter what, Kelton's going to have to say he did it. Oh, I don't know. That seems cruel. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm going uh, to do my, the, I don't know, I'll try to do my best to play a Kelton, but um, I think Kelton is, is very likely going to have to eat a a hot pepper in one of the taverns and he won't be able to talk for the entire session, but he'll be rolling though. And you know, you know what? If I'm talking about Kelton is he loves being a duck. Oh, I think he's, I think he does too. And I'm Richard. I am your DM on episode number 18 of this curse of Strad with the Knights of the brick. Uh, a fun fact about me is, um, I actually know Clint in real life and I'm still friends with him. So, yeah, that's a good thing. Uh, but let's, uh, get into recapping last week's session. And as, as we get ready here, the, we were preparing for the funeral and Kelton and Tomisha were highly upset. Uh, they had, along with Periwinkle, um, managed to kill three night hags, two children, and, and two <laughs> of their party members. Um, yeah. so they were severely upset. And, of course, who shows up whenever they are both severely upset is the Count himself, Strahd. But he brought a sort of peace offering and gave them... One resurrection gem, and Vicholas and Vlad had taught them previous, or Vlad had heard Vicholas talking, and did not want to be resurrected or reincarnated. So the gem was used to reincarnate Amit, who is now Amelia. And the one of the first things Amelia said was, "Look, I've got fun bags." And that that has stuck in my head since. You know, uh, also last episode, y'all each got a magical item. And uh, when you travel to the gates of Velaki, Amelia's uh, dwarven rage or battle lust is still in effect as she tried to take on the two guards at the gate, which turned into all 20 
four of the city guards, plus about 50 armed militia. But Amelia did not back down. Instead, though, the rest of the party encouraged her to move on. Uh, Y'all delivered uh, Annabelle to her father, who was going to help you inside the gates, and did not have much else to offer, but instead, you know, give y'all a place to sleep for the night. Um, and once you got into the city, you, you were delivering Ileana to the church, where Brother Jim let you all know that the church was no longer holy because someone had stole the bones from there. Y'all discovered that it was Milton, and he told you that he did it to feed his family, his brothers and sisters. He told you who he sold them to, which was Henrik, at the coffin makers or coffin shop. And where we cut off last session was Kelton knocking on the door twice. Uh, inside the coffin shop, Henrik had said that uh, uh, no one was home. Uh, and upon this, we get back to the, <clears throat> excuse me, to the session for tonight. We will we'll be current. And, and um, with that, you all see Ismark running towards you. And as he arrives, um, he tells Kelton that he must go back to the church that Ileana is trying to console Periwinkle because Periwinkle is really upset that Cuddles has left. Um, and, he, uh, and, uh, and, and he is like really inconsolable. So um, Cuddles returns to the church and instead of y'all having Kelton now, he's gone back to, like I said, to console Cuddles. Um, and to console Periwinkle, Ismark stays instead to help y'all out. So, Ismark, you are at the door, and the voice from behind the door has left. The shop is a two-story wooden structure that has definitely seen better days. Um, above the awning is a coffin-shaped sign that says, Coffin Shop. Uh... From behind the door, you can hear movement. You can hear someone, you know, making noises. Um, but you see a few spider webs here and there, and you see, um, you see like like dust on the windows. The windows are really grimy. You can't see in, and you see one window on the upper story that is uh, closer to the church. Um, it's like on the right. Where there should be a window on the left, there is nothing but a like a blank wall to the outside. So, what would you like to do? Um, I'm going to try to go to the one of the windows, uh, if I can, and see if there's any way I could scratch some of that dust or that grime off to see if I could see inside. Um, you can scratch some of the dust and grime off of this side, but inside uh, there's also dust and grime, so it's still really uh, kind of like opaque. Um, but you can see movement inside. More than, or can I roll to see if I see more than one, or is it just one that I see? You're just gonna get it. Is one? just one that you see. Okay. okay. I'm going to uh, walk to the door and very cautiously look at it, and then knock. As you knock, you hear from inside. I told you 
Nobody's here. We're not open for business. Leave. I think this mortician is very smart. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Uh, I have hmm. a bone to pick with you, you lad. You hear nothing coming from inside, as though he is straight up ignoring everyone. I don't uh, think those two are going to ignore us, my friend, because we are sent here by Lord Strahd to ask you for a commission of building coffin for him, a very special one. He has offered a lot of gold to tell you to get this commission, my friend. And I don't think it's Lord Strahd off. Roll me uh, <laughs> deception. While uh, Amelia is bluffing like only a dwarf can, I, <laughs> 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 I'll uh, circle around to the back of the shop, see if there's a door or something. 19. He cracks open the door Really? Well, yes. Well, come in then. And um, so, Mister, you're heading to the back. Roundabout's the back, just to keep an eye. Uh, um. And I'm not well, going to magic missile the wall this time. <laughs> <laughs> and acid splash. Um, as you get to the back, uh, you see no windows on the top floor. There, there's no only on the back. It seems like it's just a blank wall. Oddly enough, this this uh, building has no back door. Hmm. Interesting. Well, um, well, Dodger, since she saw what happened to the mill, she's very cautious about going into buildings <laughs> with this party right now. So she is going to hang out with Sylvester in the back, <laughs> trying to figure this out. <laughs> uh, um, we'll get out some. Paper and some ink. Sketch out some rough matches. Uh, so I'm still, I'm still at the door, correct? I'm still just at the door. Yes, both of you and Amelia are right outside the door. Would y'all like to come yeah. in once he opens? Yeah, he's walking on in. Well, me, me having the background of uh, hermit, I am just going to kind of fade off into the back of the line there and just kind of hang out and see what happens. Right, you're going to stay outside, or are you going to go in with Amelia? No, I'm going to hang outside, like kind of stay in the back of everybody. I don't want to really be first. I don't, you know, I'm more of a hermit instincts. Okay. Um. So Amelia, um, you walk oh, on so in. That's why they call you Leslie. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> and you hear her say this. How do you respond? <laughs> How does this Mark respond to the half? Like, is what it? I guess. History. I'm sorry, he, he was trying to say something. What, what did he say again? I'm sorry. You said, um, Ismark said, I mean, um, Amelia said, so that's why they call you Ismark the Lester. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, with that fate, would you choose to walk in or are you going to continue to stand outside? I'll walk in. Okay. Um, so, as you walk in, the door squeals as it swings shut, and he puts a latch over the door so that no one can just walk in. <clears throat> and he looks at you two and says, So, Strahd wants me to make him yet another coffin, does he? Oh, yes. He's expecting his bride here. It's ah. a wedding gift to her, as we should say, I guess. Um, Richard, what this is happening is... Mm -hmm. So there is no accessible windows at the first floor other than the one in the front, correct? There's two windows up front on the first floor and the door. On yeah. the second floor, there is one window. 
there should be a second window up there, but there's not. And then to the back is just nothing but wall, right? Right. Is there how 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 um I guess high is that one? Uh, the one on the second floor. Yeah. Um, second. Yeah. Uh, let me do the math in my head. Uh, roughly about twelve feet. Okay. Okay. That's it. Just just kind of you know taking notes. That's <laughs> 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 not. I'm still hanging on the parchment and the Dodger is gonna look at. Dodger's gonna look at Sylvester and say, "Hi, guys." Research purposes. <laughs> the best companion. <laughs> I um, as y'all are back there making research notes and and doing what y'all are doing, um, Amelia and Ismark, uh, Henrik is pulling out some paper for you know to take down some notes so what are the measurements what was her height let's go with uh five nine i don't know <laughs> she's just sister um <laughs> I don't say. Don't say. I don't know. Um, say um, five nine will work. Uh, uh, so where's the coin that he promised? Comet pulls out his pouch. Uh, Let's see. I've still technically got your or Amit's gold in the bag of holding in kind of like a bank storage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you wanted me to give that to you like beforehand, and let's just say we did that, or if you want to like bust down the door and scream, Sylvester. <laughs> um. Dodger uh, pulls um, Sylvester by by her ropes and kind of like basically like signals for them to go back to the front. Um, <clears throat> before y'all do, you as you look around, you notice there's no birds or no really anything in this little area. In the back. Yeah. Okay. So Dodger is going to grab a piece of parchment paper and she's going to write in Sylvester's handwriting dispel magic question mark or sorry not dispel magic detect magic question mark. Mr. will snap her fingers and ODM I would like to cast detect magic. Okay um you sense the magic that each of your party members has as well as the Detect or not detect, but the alert spell that you had cast. Hmm. So, Mister Mister will say uh, nothing overtly magical, so we can circle back around. Dodger nods. Off we go. Uh-huh. Um, um, he, goes, uh, he ain't off of the coin yet. He wanted to be sure you were taking purchase. I mean, take this project ahead of time. But he has given me the the note to go get the money out once you agree. Roll me deception again. <laughs> I wonder if I smart. Strike a badass. Even the bag up here. I'm going to be back up. I keep rolling like this. Nat 20. You got a natural 20? Yeah. Uh, um, so he, he believes you and he looks at you both and says, Very well. Follow me upstairs and pick out the kind of wood that he wishes. To have the coffin made of. Ah, oh, but he said he was wanting you to use your decision since you are the. 
if you are his envoy, then you shall make the decision. I am not going to have him upset with me. Uh-huh. He says that since you are his envoy, you make the decision because he is not going to have Strahd upset with him. Yeah. I was just being told what I was told by him. He said he wants the biggest and the best. <laughs> then you two can... <laughs> then you two can come pick out the wood. Oh, I'm just saying, you know, I got the upper hand on picking the right wood. I was going to say you're probably the best at picking out wood, so go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, as Henrik walks up the stairs that are actually in really good condition, everything that you have seen has been in really good condition except the outside of the building because no one really wants to go there, you know, because of the the feeling that they get. It's one of the things that you know you have to do, but you don't want to do it. Uh, so the two, the three of y'all get upstairs and he points to a room on the left. He goes, the wood is in there. And, um, as he says, as he says that, I pat her, I pat her back and say, here, go rub that and see if it's got any splinters. (laughs) (laughs) And as you do that, we cut back to Amelia, I mean, not Amelia, to, um, so Mr. and Dodger. What are the two of you doing? Mm, Dodger would like to um, grab another piece of parchment paper, or the same piece of parchment paper, and write on, uh, I guess, underneath uh, the previous note, again, with Sylvester hands right in, front door, question mark. I can cast Invisibility to Shadow, and the alarm spell will be triggered. Someone I do not ask this to do. Um, Dodger nods. So with a little bit of fanfare, just to enjoy casting the spell. So Mestra places one very slender palm Dodger's shoulders, and with a small incantation and a chut of her fingers to the locket around her neck, the invisibility spell is cast at second level. Uh, do you know the stats for invisibility spell? Uh, nope. Uh, invisible for an hour, if you can get attacked or attack or, you know, stuff like that, hit the spells. Can I cast spells on my own? Uh, actually, I think you can, like, do basic actions, but only if you attack or get attacked. Does it dispel? But if I cast, for example, like, Guidance on myself with that break invisibility, is a touch spell. Uh, well, it's up to the DM. Uh, I would say no. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so I would like to go... Dodger is now invisible. So I would like to sneakily go into the front and then... The door is locked. I want to check the window, though. See if it's unlockable. Um, give me a strength check of 15. Meet oh, 15 shit. and you can get up the window. So, like, to open up the window, you mean? The first mm-hmm. floor window? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't think that's going to happen, but let's see. I also have a acid splash if you want me to weaken. Oh, shit. I, I got a nat 20. <laughs> oh. Never mind. Uh, so, the window collides up despite the appearance. It, Glides up as though it's well oiled and slides up and makes not a sound. Shamisha's just like, Dodger is it's very impressed <laughs> at herself right now. She's like, wow. Then she flakes her wings a little bit. She's like, <laughs> yeah. she's like, all, all... Though she is. Yeah. 
She's like, oh man, all that time. She's thinking all that time in the wild finally paid off. Um, so she would like to attempt to enter without being detected. Okay, roll me a um, stealth check. And I'm looking for a looking for a 10. I'll take it. Anything over a 10. 10 or greater. Uh, a 10. <laughs> uh, you better be glad I changed my mind from a 15. <laughs> um, you managed to get in without making a sound. Okay. Uh, so, Mister, are you going to join her or are you going to stay outside? I'm going to stay outside as and make sure that window doesn't look too Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Do me a favor. Get a little closer to your mic. Um, I don't know if I'm just stopped up today and can't hardly hear. Or... That's all right. Are you getting old oh. timers? Do what now? Are you getting old timers? Yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, I've had a lot of brain trauma in my in my life. Um, so what is Dodger doing now? So measure staying outside and watching the window. I want to unlock the door and just leave it unlocked. <laughs> okay. I was wondering if he was going to do that. <laughs> All right, you uh, you unlock it. No trouble. Okay. Uh, can you um, can you describe what I can see in this room where I am right now? Um, upon looking in this room, you see about twelve coffins. Oof. Um, <laughs> they are, you know, they range in all kinds of sizes, colors. Uh, they all basically have the same generic shape. Okay. Uh, there's different kinds of wood. There's some mahogany, some cedar, cypress. Um, the cheap ones, there's some pine. You know, pretty much you think of a type of tree. It's here. Um, he specializes in making coffins. Some of them have some iron bands on them. Some of them are gleaming from where he has um, not exactly painted them, but like um, stained them. You know, to give them a, a pretty shine. Okay. Uh, they're all closed. Okay. What I would like to do is I would like to continue to sneak further in. Closer. I want to go upstairs. Okay. And I, um, as you come closer to the stairs, you notice a room off to your right. Okay. Um, I guess the, what would you like me to uh, roll to get like a, I guess like a first pass kind of check on the room is it the uh perception, perception? Or? yeah perception yeah. Okay. okay while you're on that i'm gonna go back to um amelia and ismark gotcha <clears throat> i uh amelia are you going into the room or yeah i would want to say after you okay who's all going into the room henrik is not what is, is it? are you is ismark going into the room with amelia uh, yes okay in what, this room, what she's doing the rubbing. Okay. In, in this room, you see um, about six different uh, piles of wood. They're all stacked up real neatly. Um, strangely enough, it is a somewhat drafty room. Uh, for some reason, you feel like air in this room, although this is the one that has no windows. And now that you see that the wood is stored in this room, you understand why there's no windows. Because the sun would warp the wood. If water got in, it would warp the wood. Um, you see a few spider webs in here, which, you know, spider webs are everywhere. Um, and you see eight boxes on the floor near the uh, piles of wood. Um, and for your, for theater, the mind, I'm going to say they're boxes one 
two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight. They are not stacked on each other. They um they all set against the western wall of the room. Are they lined up like that? One, two, three, or are they just scattered around? Yes, yeah. yes. They're um they're lined up like one through eight. Okay. Well, Amir goes, hey, uh, you've got a pretty good selection, Gil, but I was thinking of something more of the order of uh, black wood. What's that? Hardest, hardest wood. Dark wood. Dark wood? Um, Dark wood, because he wants something that was very, very, very good into and to protect his new wife from, you know, the crazies out here. He looks at you, and as he looks at you, the DM says, roll me a perception check. <laughs> 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 and while you're rolling that, um, Ismark, roll me a perception check as well. Uh, and while y'all are rolling that, I'm going to go back to, um, God, I about said Nicholas myself. To, uh, <laughs> um, so what did you get on your perception check? I got a 13. Um, you see, from from your vantage point at the bottom of the stairs, you can see that it looks to be like a kitchen. You can see the corner of a table, um, a lantern sitting on the table, and maybe the bottom part of a cupboard. Not to mention, you know, you can see the floor as well. You know, you see like uh, the corner of a table from okay. your vantage point. I would like to, since I don't know where they are, or Dodger wouldn't know where they are, I think... Mm -hmm. It would be fair to say that Dodger want to explore this room that she just kind of glanced. So she would like to go into that room. Okay. Um, as you go into that room, uh, it is revealed to you that it is a table. Um, it has four chairs around it, a lantern. There's a single plate along with the cutlery at one of the chairs. And there is a... Uh, have you ever seen a... Um, Black iron stove, like wood burning stove. Yep. Okay. Um. There's there's one of those in the corner with uh three eyes on it, and it's cold. It hasn't been lit so far today. Okay. Um. And there's a couple of covers that are in really good condition. Seem to be made out of really good wood. Um. Mm -hmm. Hanging on the wall, and there's some pots and pans hanging from various hooks around near the stove. Hmm. Um, well, Dodger is a curious character, so she would like to check the covers that are at her level. I guess she's 3'9", so she's not, she couldn't reach like anything that it's pretty tall. But if, it, if there's anything like closer to the um, ground, she would like to check those. Yeah, um, roll me an investigation check. Looking for a 10. Ooh, let's see. Uh, 14. Um, inside the cupboard you see some pans and some jars of like spices and some things that he would have canned and preserved, um, like for the winter time, like like jams and jelly stuff that you would put on toast. Mm. I would like to take one of those cans or you know preserve jelly things. Okay, um, you get one. Um, uh, and since it's my favorite flavor, you get strawberry. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, he puts it in her bag. Yeah. Meanwhile, we go back up to Amelia. Oh, excuse me, Semestra. Still staying outside? <clears throat> Semestra still staying outside? Yeah. Uh, what's the, I guess, lighting of the day on the hustle? Um, it's roughly about 1130. 
in the morning because I can't remember the time that we said last time. So I'm going to say it's like about 1130 in, in the a.m. Is there anything you wish to do while you're outside looking suspicious just standing there? <laughs> what? Okay, look. Um, um, what? I have a, uh, what is the general clothing of these fine citizens of Balaki? Um, I wouldn't say high quality. Uh, it's a little more than, like, like say, rags. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd say they're, it ranges anywhere from a 3 to a 6. Um, some of them you see are in better shape. Some of them you look like farm workers wear them, you know, or laborers wear them. The shop owner's clothes would be in better shape than someone who worked at the mill or at the uh, mines or something like that. Well, Sumistra is mildly disappointed at the fashion sense of the city. <laughs> um, As you stand there in your burned rags. In my burned rags with like white stubble on my head due to the stress. Maybe. <laughs> we need to yeah. properly describe our characters sometime this session. Uh, um, you had the wild look in your eyes. A thousand yard stare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, is there anything else a mister would like to do? Uh, instead of looking like a homeless maniac with a bag of holding, I'd like to spend my second uh, second level spell slot and go invisible. Politely and quietly close that so it doesn't look like someone just broken. Gracefully broken, but broken. <laughs> okay, are you going to climb in before you close it? Or are you going to close it from the outside? You know where you kind of like set like a window sill down or a door just enough mm-hmm. to like looks like it closed yeah. yeah okay i'll be staying on the outside for now. okay um so as you do that the uh roll me a um roll me a slide of hand to see if you can do it quietly okay. i'm looking for a uh i'm looking for a 10 i'll be nice to you tonight um rolling with a plus two to dexterity got me a 13 so you managed to slide it almost shut without making a sound it seems like you and uh, Dodger would make really good uh, criminals. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not a bad idea. All, yeah. all she had to say is diamonds, diamonds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, as we go back to Ismark and Amelia, mm-hmm. what did y'all get on y'all's perception check? 19. 19. You look at the... Um, <clears throat> boxes there and they look to you like they could hold wood. Box can hold wood too. <laughs> uh Ismark, what did you get on your perception? Fifteen. Uh they also look to you like they could hold wood. So I'm gonna ask the guy what's up with the boxes over there. They contain things. Well I mean is this things yeah. that you can use to make what we need? You didn't, didn't ask me if you had dark wood. Uh, he's got dark wood. Um, you could use some of the stuff in there to make what you need. So I go there and dump one out. Number seven, to be exact. <laughs> Everybody roll for initiative. What are you going to make a mess for? We wait some mess for Uh, y'all may want to go ahead and roll. Um, oh shit! Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as you dump, dump out the box, um, out of the out of boxes three through eight, uh, 
all together, six vampires spawn come out from the earth. Fuck. That was in the box. And number seven gets surprise attack. Well, actually, they were all get surprise attack on you two. Holy um, shit. Oh my just, god. Just to let you two know, I have my brick of healing in case. <laughs> you and yeah, you. I, I got a nat 20 with a plus two. Gosh. Like 20 east. Oh. Let me tell that that. No, it's a plus three, so it's 23. Alright. Well, I'll let you go first then over that one. Alright. Um, Ismar, what did you get? I'm sorry, uh, fifth, 19. 19? Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 um, Dodger, what did you get? I got a 10. That sucked, my friend. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not as bad as some of these other vampire spawn, though. You got a 10. Um, um, like, most of that is actually my alert <laughs> perk, because I yeah, roll I, a 2. Yeah, <laughs> I got a 8. So, what did you get for your initiative roll? Uh, 13. 13, okay. Um, I will let you go before this one. Alright, um, so all six get an attack against Amelia and Ismark. Okay, bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just talking um, about her dying as God. <laughs> um, as they burst out of the ground, out of the earth that was in the these boxes, Henry is, like, gone. <laughs> um... So, uh, let me, uh, get this. Shit, dude, does that mean that the, oh, no, does the one downstairs also have vampires? You did not look, sir. I did not. <laughs> I'm actually kind of glad that I didn't. Holy fuck. Oh, uh, uh, come on. Oh, shit. So since we haven't went into battle as they're coming out of the ground and I see them, can I play my Flute of Valor? Uh, no. I have my, I was going to say I have my recorder if you wanted me to see because <laughs> if you had played it beforehand, yeah, you know what? I will be nice. I will let you play it. Roll me a d20 and tell me how much temporary hit points you all get. 10 to 15. Get. 10 to 15. So I got a 14. 5. Everybody gets 5 temporary hit points. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I do not like that. I was one away from getting I was one away from getting 10. <laughs> it's a let me see. Um, okay. No, no, no. Um. Uh, everybody's initiative is ready. Let me. Let me get that. Let me get that <laughs> music up. Where's that? Now this time, fate. I didn't start to fight. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's funny that the fight started in the same room that you're. <laughs> it's like it follows you. Dude. Hello. <laughs> Oh man! Let right, me trying to get that set. All right. Um, so, huh, I didn't roll. Okay, vampire spawn number one is going to attack Ismark, getting a seventeen to hit with his claws. Jeez. Right. What is Ismark? My AC is seventeen. Please don't die. <laughs> I I allow the players if it is a tie. To that, um, the player gets a victory there. If that makes sense. Okay. Um, he rolls up with a second attack, trying to grapple you again. Um, and he will not hit because he got a twelve. Okay. Um, vampire number two goes after Amelia, 
getting a 16 to hit. That hits. Oh, you are grappled. And uh, vampire number two's second attack, she's going to bite you, getting a 25. Get a 25 to hit. 25? Yes. Roll a 19 and they get plus six. You're going to be a vampire. <laughs> Dude, I'm done for. <laughs> I, I still have three uh, first level spell slots for my brick. I got I got some healing spells too. I just like Dodger doesn't know what's happening, so I don't. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 love this character, anyways, right? <laughs> I um. Let me see the damage there. So it got you with the grapple and with the bike. One d six plus one d causing five damage. We know there are freaks out there that love an owlbear. Maybe your lust is a bugbear. Half-orcs didn't just magically appear. I don't care what your fantasy is, unless you pay me enough to care. Your desire will not get you laughed at, unless you pay for us to laugh at you. In other words, what you want, is what you will get at Tan My Hide. Madame Geneva has all sorts of collections and species to fulfill even your most unusual desire. If you are feeling especially frisky, then be sure to roll the 100-sided dice we have and jump on the chaos table to see what you get. We are located in Thundermall and don't worry if you hear screaming someone paid for it. I'll put some that down to my regular hit point. <laughs> um, hold on, I'm not through with the damage yet. What? Two types of damage. Necrotic. Four. Piercing, whatever. Yep. And seven necrotic damage. Okay. I'm down at 39. <laughs> You're good. You're good. Um, let's see. That was seven total necrotic damage. Your max HP is now reduced by seven. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy fuck! What what um, what what effect is that? That's nasty. Holy uh, shit! It can it can return after a long rest. Oh man, that is so nasty. Also, <laughs> I want to use now vampire. Uh, <laughs> What is it called? Vampire spawns. <laughs> vampire spawn, yeah. Um, the vampire number three goes after Ismark. Um, and during all this, Dodger and Zemisha, you hear the screams from upstairs. No, no, I want to. I want to legit hear the screams. What's going on? Okay. Here? Um, so <laughs> both Amelia and uh, Ismark, I need y'all to scream. Oh, and Amelia, the uh, vampire spawn beat you on your fun bag. <laughs> and vampire spawn number three goes after Ismark, getting getting an eight to hit, which does not. Um, it goes after him again with his claws. Uh, it ain't rolling tonight for some reason. Oh, geez, getting a natural one plus uh plus six. That's a seven. So one of its fangs breaks off. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, I, I don't know how. It's an older um, vampire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number four goes after Amelia, getting a <laughs> getting a sixteen with its claws. Um, it's going to grapple you as well and try to bite you again for getting a twelve, getting a twelve to to hit you. No, um, because instead of Doing the damage, it grappled you instead. Um, okay. And roll me. Yes. Uh, roll me a uh, strength 
uh, DC. I'm looking for a 13 to see if you can break out of its grasp. Because both of them have you right now. Yeah, I know. For some odd reason, I feel like it's a free sign right now. <laughs> um, and okay. Why? <laughs> okay, I got a 18. Alright, so um, you managed to get out, and you're bloody. Um, and we're up to vampire spawn number five. It's just that time of month. Yeah, bloody. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I thought it quit playing. Um, but, uh, let's, let's see. I'm trying to get to it. Oh, come on. Where's, okay, there it is. Vampire Soul number five. Getting getting a 21 to hit Ismark for a uh, for a claw attack or grapple. They're yeah, going to choose to grapple. I'm sorry you have to die this recession. This is <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Y'all didn't like this character anyways, bro. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, you played the lesser. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, you managed to avoid the bite. You got an eight. Um, Amelia having escaped from the other one. Uh, vampire number small, vampire small number six is going to go after Ismark. Getting a 24 for a grapple. Okay, you need to Ooh. you need to at least not roll what you're rolling. Like I don't know what to, <laughs> <laughs> to roll, but like damn. Um, and it goes for a bite, getting a natural twenty plus six. Oh, oh, oh shit! Hold on, let oh. me calculate that. That's probably gonna put me out, just to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you get much hit points. Well, I've only got fifty hit points. Dude, shit, you got more than I do. Two d six. So that's 12 plus... Did you put the plus 5? Oh, 55. 55. Oh. But I've took like 500 damage in the last two seconds. At least I didn't kill the party this time. Shit. I think Dodger is never going to go into buildings again. 16, 16 um, damage from your max HP. So you said oh. 16. So how much damage was that total? Because you said I'm really fast in last turn. Um... You had 50 total hit points. 55. 55. 55. Mm, yeah. That's temporary hit points. That Them five are. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So your 50 just dropped down to 34. Fuck, man. Because that's your max HP. Yeah, but didn't I take some damage just a second ago? No. Instead of taking damage, the vampire chose to grapple you. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool, cool. Um, and roll me a strength DC of 13 to see if you can break out of it. Strength was one. 18. Okay, you break out. Um, both of you have broken out of these grapples. And what do the two of you do? Do you scream for help? Do you... What do you do? Boy, I never scream for help because I'm the monster in the room. Yes. <laughs> Dodger, Dodger is like contemplating downstairs. Like, man, this this delicious strawberry jam will go well with some. Oh, I'm screaming for help! Screw this! Okay. Help! <laughs> help! Oh, fuck. Okay. Oh, so, man. with that, um, let's see if I can get rhythm back in here. Yeah, it's back. Okay. Um, with that scream for help, Dodger, Semestra. What do the two of you do? Am I an initiative or? Um, you can choose to come into initiative now. Okay. Hold on. Um, that would be a great time. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> well, quick question for you is how far away am I 
from where they are? Um, you can get there in one turn. Would I be allowed an action after the turn? No. Your DM will allow it. Okay. So Dodger is going to go upstairs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and then basically she wants to stand in front of the door, not inside the room, but in front of the door where she can see everybody. Okay. Um, and so Mr. As Doctor does this, Henrik rushes out of the door, not even realizing it's not locked, and runs and you hear him like, I ain't putting up with this, I ain't putting up with this, and he runs down the road. Um, I just took your foot out and tripped him up. <laughs> I can do that. Acid flashing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so has this man taken off past me already? Or yeah, he's probably five feet away from you right now. Um, what would I have to roll if I wanted to cast Acid Splash on this man's, like, calf or his legs? Um, I'll just let you say you did it. Yes, then I would uh, like to disable this man's... Okay. Breaking my invisibility, but this Mr. is mildly disapproving. Okay, um, well, as you do that, we go back to Dodger, and you're standing right outside of the room. You can see them. What does Dodger do? Okay, I would like to cast turn on dead okay um so when i cast it all of the vampires in the room will have to do a wisdom uh check or wisdom dc check i don't know if it's based on my wisdom saving throw or uh, yeah eight plus I'm not proficiency plus wisdom i'm not sure if turn on dead works on vampire because they're technically considered living dead mm. um they're i'm pretty sure they're on that but i'll leave the dm say that <laughs> If it doesn't work, you'll die. Because I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, shit. Let's, uh, let's say it, it works, because I'm not really sure. Okay. Um, is it, so what was the... It's an A plus my wisdom modifier plus what? You were saying, Michael? Uh, it's is it A plus it? your proficiency plus your wisdom modifier. Gotcha. So A, so my proficiency. Okay. So they have to make a, a saving throw of 14 to pass. Uh-huh. Oh. So Dodger is going to break invisibility and she's going to stand in front of the door. She's like kind of just like Be astonished as to like what the fuck is happening here. And her head's like, oh man, like why did I get into this? I have no idea. But then she is, she's going to uh, cast... Um, Turn them dead, and she's gonna do it uh, using the voice of a uh, cleric that you know she once heard. So she basically stands there, uh, breaks invisibility, and she's standing in full um, Kenku uh, presence. So she looks like a crawl person, and she says, "Oh wait, what's happening here? A second, I'm not believing this. What? Well, okay, now what is Dodger doing?" So Dodger is just casting the turn on that, so she's gonna stand, lay stand there. Now she's completely visible, I guess, standing in in Raven form, if you would, mm-hmm. uh, natural form. And then she yells, uh, "Be gone!" What happens? Because they have to do the saving throw. Every one of them failed. I did not get a roll higher than seven. Uh, <laughs> so they had to run away from me, thirty feet, basically. But they cannot. Because they're stuck in the room. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'll, t- I'll tell you what happens in that case. Uh, second, there's there's a there's a stipulation for that. Watch him just like 
curl up in the little balls and cry and just like just quit. <laughs> yeah. So if okay, if there's nowhere to move the creature, I guess it like they just sits there. So a turn creature more spends its turn trying to move as far away from you as it can, mm -hmm. and it can willingly move to a space within thirty feet of me. So they can, they basically have to I guess like hog the wall. <laughs> Yes. All right, they, uh, they turn around and look like they're hugging the wall. <laughs> um, and, uh, I don't know. Then I guess I guess Dodger just uh, he just like starts signaling the two of them to like get you know like get the fuck out of there and says, "I'm gonna blow the doors off. I'm gonna blow the doors off." All right. Um. So what would the uh, two of you like to do? Would you like to escape? Or would you like to stay and fight? Uh, oh, my answer. He's, she's staying in a fight. You know? Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I'll stay and fight. Mark. I'll stay and fight. Let's do it. this. <laughs> <laughs> you, see, you see Dodger, like, literally just, like, you know when somebody's, like, you know, like, oh, fuck. Like, she just, like, drops. She drops her shoulders down and then, like, twists her, her little neck. Her a little little <laughs> <laughs> And she re she thinks is like, man, I was I was better off living in the in the wilderness. <laughs> so, with that, um, we are uh, back to the top of the round. Um, and Amelia, you have first crack. I rage. Oh, lovely. Oh no! Wild magic. <laughs> no, Let's no. Go, baby. <laughs> Make everybody naked. <laughs> Uh, let's see. T one hundred ninety-three. Let's see what happens. For the next minute you have double vision which causes you disadvantage on all attacks. That was figure. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So roll me your attack with disadvantage. It would figure that one would, would roll up while you had them you know what? Yeah, yeah, it's still got to go that way. Because uh, you had them at a disadvantage, and now you have to roll with disadvantage. Fuck. Okay. It's okay. Your 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 cleric is here to save you. Don't worry. I got you, B. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nobody's oh, yeah. going to haul off from Periwinkle. <laughs> oh, Wait, I got this. God, no. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Also, what, what you guys were... Well, that, hmm? well, hold on. That's right. Disadvantage. The first one was 18, so yeah. Second one is a yeah, three plus five, so it's eight. That's gonna miss probably. Yep, first one misses. My second, second hit. I'm gonna learn to quit doing this raging. She's gonna come out of this rage. That's right, you got to hit or get hit. So, what did you get with your second roll? Hmm. Uh, eight again. Eight total. Yep, that misses. You uh, slam both axes. Just to the edge of them. Um, you think you're hitting them right in the back, but you're hitting right between them. Uh, vampire spawn number one. So before you continue on, because I'm just gonna say this, just because Dodger doesn't have a legit way of communicating this to you guys right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. But um, if a vamp, so they basically like scare or like you know kind of like away from me for a minute which fine is a long time in combat but if they take damage <clears throat> they are not scared anymore but you don't know that so <laughs> um, um 
And I'm supposed to make a wisdom save every time it's their turn, correct? Mm, no. Or is it's that when they fight it, for it, one minute? For one minute, yeah. But okay, if okay. they if, if they get hit, like if they take damage, then that's that's broken. But they don't know that. So Okay. And Dodger's um, like shaking her head like oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um well the one and two cannot do anything, so Ismark, it is your turn. Get the vampires get them? I don't know. Uh, let me see. Oh. Ismark. Uh, hey. She's out here there. Sorry, my my headset keeps coming, cutting off. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, go ahead. Sorry, say it again. Uh, it is your turn. Okay, go ahead. What'd you say? I'm sorry. Um, if, if you attack them, then the frightened, basically the frightened spell is null and void if so they that, take damage. But Ismar wouldn't know that though. Would yeah, it? yeah, exactly. Okay. So you know nothing but to continue attacking or run. <laughs> Shit. Um, but. Everybody else is attacking, correct? Amelia did, uh, but that's that, that's uh, what... yes, that's Amelia. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Dodger might just <laughs> just cause you know. Or I'm, I don't know anything technically about the spell or anything, and I've seen Amelia attack, so I'm gonna attack. But I'm gonna do it a little different. I'm going to throw a dart at one of their eyes, trying to make them blind. They had their backs to you. Oh crap! Because they're trying to run away. And they can't do anything but hump the wall. Oh, they're trying to run away. I'll oh, screw this. I ain't attacking. <laughs> so what are you going to do? Um, I'm, Can I kind of like just disappear, kind of just back off a little bit out of this situation, try to back out of the situation a little bit myself? You can back out and leave a million there by yourself and sit vampires on. Okay, oh. that sounds good to me. <laughs> sounds good to me. Shit, okay. Um... um Amelia, do you want to go willingly, or are you going to stay? No, no, she's fighting. She's not going to go, but I, I have. Let me know when it's my turn. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so, Mister, are you coming inside, or are you still outside? You have heard the screams and and, uh, and obvious sounds of uh, Amelia going into rage and trying to attack. What is, what is Mister doing right now? Samistra. Samistra. Oh, you know, I was muted. We figured as much. Usually we like it, except when it's your turn. Um, I need like to use my action to tie up this prone figure that is had his calves eaten away by acid. And then uh-huh. use my movement to head inside once he's tied up and secured with rope. Uh, so you managed to do that, and... um. Get In fact, um, I will allow your tying him up to be an interaction. Alright, so he's in pain, can't can't move very well. I think it's probably safe to try and see if the door is unlocked. Well, he just came out of it, so the door is unlocked. Aha, uh-huh, yes, I knew that. I was just testing you. Um, <laughs> let's head inside quarterstaff with silver dagger tip. The twelve, the, the twelve vampire spawn that was down on the floor, locked it back. <laughs> yeah. uh, Fuck, don't, so don't, don't trigger the ones downstairs <laughs> that we don't know oh. about. <laughs> yeah. So is just cautious, cautiously making way inside. <laughs> so, um, are you um, going to go upstairs? Or are you going to stay downstairs? I'll, I'll let you get to the top of the stairs. Yeah, we'll check out the top of the stairs. 
Uh, you can see Dodger standing right there. And her generally disappointed uh, body. <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, so from that, you cannot see inside the room, but you can hear the grunts and all of, of battle as they take place. And um, Natan can't do anything. Dodger, it's now your turn. Finally, somebody who can do something. Okay. All right. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I want to... As far as I know, I can charm a raging barbarian, correct? <laughs> I can do that, right? Char like, rage does not prevent you from getting charm, correct? I believe it's just piercing and bludgeoning and damage. Fantastic. I am casting charm <laughs> on Amelia. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's a 14 wisdom saving throw. Uh, I'm casting it, uh, I guess it doesn't really matter. I'll cast it uh, first level. Does that make a difference? No. Um, uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll cast it for le first level. Amelia, roll me a wisdom saving throw. Looking for a 14? 18. Fuck. <laughs> I guess we're dying here. Um, she gives no fucks. Okay, well, at, at, at this point, I am... Um, Cast pass without tracing it the hell out of there. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, Dodger, Dodger is going to, like, basically shake her head like, nope. And then she's just going to go past Sylvester <laughs> downstairs. I'd like to use my reaction to shout out to Dodger to please make sure the man outside is still there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, wait, wait, but, but before I go, can I get, can I, like, well... Is, can I just give a note to Sylvestra? Yeah. So Dodger is going to write real quick before she gets... Like, she's not going to leave the room, actually. She's, like, now standing, I guess, behind Sylvestra in the stairs. And she's going to write a note that says, If he attacks them, the spell is over. <laughs> Let's just give her that. Oh, that's wonderful. That's great. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, it also, I mean, they get to come... They don't... You leave a certain area, threatened area, too. They come up out of it, too. Yeah, I think you can only be, like, um, within 30 feet of them. The 30 feet of them, yeah. So how far away am I from, like, basically, if they they can move now, but they will still have to stay away from me 30 feet. You know, the right. Right, right. So how far away am I now? <laughs> I will let you get to the door, like, downstairs. No, uh, I want to say, like, right next to, by the stairs. Like, I'm further behind, but I'm not standing in okay. front of the door anymore. Okay, yeah. Um, then you're fine. Okay, uh, cool. Um, that's it. Uh, this is my actions for now. <laughs> Trying to stay in character here, not, like, help fucking... Uh, uh, so we go back to the top. Amelia, it is your turn. We Roll Try your attack again. with disadvantage. Oh, shit. It's a good thing that he rolled that action. <laughs> I don't think it's worse than that one. Uh -oh. It does get worse. Um, one of your axes slams into the wall and you cannot pull it out. Fuck. Anybody wish they had message and could hopefully contact Even Cuddles? If I had it. Yeah. Oh, Cuddles. Yeah. I don't have that cantrip. Oh, I got three for a second, so. You missed with that one <laughs> as well. Oh, my God. Dodger's like. Uh, just having little heart attacks. I, I can't do anything. I can't do anything. Um, Ismark, is it your turn? I, uh... <laughs> there's not really much I can do. Um... 
There, you can actually make up to three attacks and a turn. Oh, shit. So, let's see here. How, 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 um, how bad is his axe stuck in the wall? Um, I want a, uh, strength DC of 20 to pull it out. Only a DC of 20. Only a DC of 20. You know, that ain't nothing. Uh, feeling bad that I kind of backed out and tried to get away. I am going to try to help pull the axe out of the wall or jump. I don't know how, how high is the axe? Probably how high? Um, you actually have to bend down to pull it out. So I'm going to, can I jump on top of the axe to try to, you know, kind of budge it out? Oh, you might not want to do that. It's got a pointed top. That's um, kind of like moon shapes. You, you can, you can try. I want a uh, acrobatic check of uh, a seventeen, or else you get cut. All right, hold on. Let me see what my acrobatics is. Oh, oh yeah, yeah it's gonna be a twenty-two. Okay, you uh, managed to dislodge the axe then. Okay. Uh, um, what's your? You can get. I'll, I'll qualify that as an action, but you get two attacks. Okay, well. there is there one. Where's the closest? There's one closest to us. I will There's try. There's one to, like uh, probably three inches away from you. Okay, so we'll try to take care of that one. Okay. Um, with a uh, looks like a silvered katana. Mm-hmm. So we're going to attack with that. That's going to be a one d8 plus four slashing damage, and it gets roll a bonus action with unarmed strike. Roll me an attack roll. Roll me a d20. D20, mm -hmm. roll 15. Um, that will hit. Plus 6, yeah, okay. Okay. 1d8 um, plus 4. 1d8 plus 4. 6, 10. 10 damage? Yes. Okay. Um, what's your second attack, your unarmed attack? Roll me another d20 to see if you hit. Yeah, I'm rolling right now. 19. That will hit. Uh, 1d4 plus 4 bludgeon damaging. So 1d4 uh -huh. rolling, uh, 7. Okay, with that attack, they are no longer frightened. Um, all of them? Don't that break the spell on all of them? No, just the ones that get attacked. Just one, I, I thought it would break the spell of all of them. No. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very. <laughs> that is very good then, because I was like, "Oh shit, y'all about to die." Um. Okay, so that one can attack now, and so Mistra, since you're up there, you can make an attack. Vampire spawn number one is no longer under the fright condition. Fuck. Well, she huh. wasn't at the door actually. Yes, yeah, I'm at the door. Um, oh. I'm going to peek in. Uh. Look to dodge, peek in again, look back to dodge, <laughs> and then just like an expression of weariness, bone tiredness, just like such disappointments is visible mm -hmm. in her face. Dodge your nods. Uh, <laughs> she's going to lay her quarterstaff down and remembering back to the, what was the name of uh, Donovich's son? Doru. Doru? Mm -hmm. uh, she's going to remember back to that and cast person from the one vampire that seems to be hostile. Hold on a second. I don't think they can be charmed, can they? Yeah. Yeah, the vampire spawnlings, which was what a story was. Yeah. I don't think charm person works in battle. Well, 
I no, I think you have to just they get a I think a bonus or advantage on the oh. PC. Huh. Okay, we'll try because I'm not really sure there. Are you? Huh? Is it a? Are you? Um, oh, Let's go for a third level charm first to see if that. Um. Works. Oh, keep in mind, if he gets attacked again, it will break it. Yes, but I'm <laughs> not wanting Amelia to die, or is Mark. You could try to charm her and get her out of this. That's a good point. Um. I mean, I'm just giving you the options here. Adrian, so, can you look up to see what happens if I cast from person on a second level spell slot? Uh, yeah. Um, one second. So, nothing. I think you just add, you can actually add a... An additional target. Yeah, so you cast it, you can add one additional target. Um, and then basically it's, it's a wisdom saving throw. Um, yeah. So, whatever, whatever your spell DC is, basically. Uh, level five. My proficiency bonus is a plus three. So, uh, Richard, I would like to cast second level charm person on Amelia and the vampire. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> okay. Wisdom, wisdom DC saving of fifteen. Okay, Amelia, make me a wisdom saving DC of fifteen. That <laughs> twenty. No fucking so way. Weird. Oh my god, turned into a halfling, she's like fucking wise now. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's a spell slot wait. <laughs> well, there's still... Well, the, the vampire though, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, she, yeah. she can cast it on two people, basically. And that so, just means, you so that just means that Amelia doesn't get it, but like the, if the vampire fails the, the wisdom saving throw, it would be charmed. Okay, 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 okay. okay. I... So he needs to roll to see if he beats it. Mm-hmm. Let me check that. Natural 20. Fuck. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. He, uh, he got a 10. I just want to see what Adrian would say. Dude, uh, so mean. Uh, oh, no. He, he got a 10. He is currently your best friend. He will tell you anything that you want to know as long as he does not get hurt or take damage. Okay. Um, I would like to politely call out over the den for this now friendly vampire to turn around and go chill in the corner. Okay. <laughs> Very careful. Your time out. <laughs> just, We've had enough of you, buddy. Just take that's, a time out. Just chill. That, that's what the charm is. Charm spell should be, or charm person should be just renamed to that timeout. <laughs> um, okay, so he, he goes over to the corner with like a smile on his face and just looks right in the corner. Like, I love staring into the corner. I'm so happy. Face to the wall, just don't move. <laughs> I think that's it for me. <laughs> um, are you sure? I don't have any, uh, used an action. Uh, I didn't use a movement. Hmm. <clears throat> Would you say it would be movement for me to jog in and politely tug on Amelia to GTF, or would that be an action? I, I, I will, I'll let you walk in there okay. and, and do that. So Mr. is very fancy. You know she's a halfling. You know, could just grab her and run off with her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How much do you uh, lose away? Like, what, 80 pounds? The other way no, she only weighs like thirty-five pounds. Oh shit! I can't, I can't carry you. But that would be hilarious if. <laughs> 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 oh 
Maximus <laughs> rather carry Maximus you out. You're like, put me down. <laughs> she's five foot one. Is Mark good? <laughs> um. Mm. Oh, I'd like mm. to motion over the Ismark then, if he has a chance to help me wrangle this insane psychopathic half. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, okay. Oh, okay. The, so Ismark and Sumistra, y'all working together, both of you roll me a strength check. Or do you just want to like, let Ismark roll with advantage? I can do that. Um, Ismark, roll me a strength check with advantage. Uh, athletics. Yeah. It's, well, I'll athletics. probably take that one. I'll take this one. 19. <laughs> okay. Um, 20, but. And that's with advantage. Well, yeah, it'd be 20 with advantage. Okay. Um, Amelia, roll me a strength check, an athletics check, excuse me, with disadvantage. Because they're both trying to grab you. Mm. And I I will say this one time. Y'all have a charmed vampire in the corner. Six. (laughs) Ismark manages to grab you. And together they they are (laughs) putting you however unwilling you are to do it. Down. (laughs) um, (laughs) They have you held. And now that y'all have Amelia, what what do y'all wish to do? Um, uh, what should we do? Oh, God. Well, Dodger, since you since you have like, are they out of the room or no? Not yet. No, they have Amelia. Okay, okay. I'm gonna wait until they're out of the room. <laughs> Over here. Mm-hmm. Is Mark? What's the plan? Uh, um, Y'all have a charmed <laughs> vampire <laughs> in the corner. Uh, wink, we, wink. And we wink. go to the charmed vampire <laughs> in the corner. He's mm-hmm. taking a time out. Do you want to attack him? Beat him up with a half a wing. Cannot, if you attack him, the charmed condition uh, is over. Um, armed individual. I'm gonna ask him uh, mm. if him and his friends can go on and leave us alone. <laughs> a charmed individual will do anything that you ask as long as it does not car- cause harm to him or herself and is within their ability. I asked him and his friend if he could get him and his friends to leave. He's not under oh. your charm. He is oh. under so Hey Richard, I have a question. Like, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so these vampires here—if they go out, would they get like sun damage, or is like that prevented by the like the foggy of, of Barovia? The fog usually prevents that. The okay. people um, in Valaki, there's some who may have seen a one or two sunsets in their lifetime, but the That's majority really of them have never seen the sun. All right, that's what I thought. Okay. Dodger Dodge. Dodge. is just like uh, I'm shaking uh, at this point. <laughs> Take care of it, Amelia. I'll be back. Take care of it. Now, so Mr. can tell the charmed vampire in the corner that will do anything that you ask it to do as long as it does not cause harm to itself to take orders from everybody else. But until she does, the vampire will only take orders from her. Uh, I think it'd be fair to say that Sumistra would 
very politely ask this vampire, taking her time out to uh, cure out any of her allies with this. Hail the Mind and Valor. I am Richard, the DM for the Knights of the Brick. And once again, there were some technical difficulties or issues with episode number 18. So I'm going to recap what happened after uh, Craigbot decided it no longer wanted to record us. I'm beginning to think that maybe we are overloading Craigbot with the insanity that the Knights of the Brick produce. Uh, in other words, as we usually say, Brick yeah. So, without further ado, allow me to recap this. And what had happened was the vampire was charmed in the corner, staring at the corner. So, Mistra gave everyone the ability to tell the vampire what to do. It would not do anything to harm itself, and if it was harmed in any way, the charm effect would be lost. Um, as far as the rest of the episode, Dodger managed to go into the other room and go into the wardrobe, and the, upon her investigation check, managed to find the bones of St. Andrew, or Andrew, um, I don't have my notes right here in front of me, so forgive me if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Anyway, the bones that they were to go get from Hendrick the Coffin Maker. She also managed to find another bag that weighed very heavy in her hand. It was kind of a velvety type bag. She also managed to shove her shovel underwear, clothes, socks, and other detritus into her bag as she and I quote GTFO'd uh, out of this building that had six vampires fought in it. They did manage to capture the Knights of the Brick, that is, managed to capture Amelia and tote her downstairs uh, along with the vampire that was charmed. Uh, if memory serves me correctly, uh, Ismark is the one that had her under his, uh, under his grapple or in his grapple. They do get outside. Uh, Ismark sits Amelia down, upon which time she tries to run back in, and the vampire then grabs her and holds her hostage, so to speak. Um, after this, the knights continued on their way, heading back towards the church with the vampire who was still charmed. And whenever they get too uh, near near the church, um, the Amelia was put down. And uh, after this happened, she decided that she, or she bit the vampire, excuse me. She bit the vampire, causing the charm to break. And thus headed back to the complimentary shop in order to get her axe that she had left. Upon this, Ismark decided that he would follow her, and but she was very quick and nimble, and managed to get there without him actually ever being able to visually see her do this. They, they both managed to get back there eventually. Amelia inside, Ismark outside with a torch and oil, and he thus lights the building on fire. Meanwhile, the vampire that was in 
basically in the middle of the city, was captured back into the Charmed Effect, and both Dodger and Talistra standing there questioned him a little bit and, you know, debated on what to do about him. While all this is going on, they begin to see the smoke and look at it and immediately know that it has to be the work of both Ismark and Amelia, and Amelia, seeing the flames and smoke, decided to jump out of the window and land and give Ismark a wink, which he enjoyed greatly for some odd reason. They get back to the vampire Dodger and Tomestra, and Ismark immediately takes the oil that he has remaining and the lit torch and sets the vampire on fire and then begins to urinate upon said vampire who goes up in smoke and ashes and is then left into a muddy urine smelling puddle. Uh, Amelia, uh, not Amelia, but Tomesha also was attacked by a uh, dream pastry addicted hobo who vows that he will come back after her. This could be the first of many or the one only, but he did state that he knew that Semestra had something to do with there being no more pastries. After this, they decided to go into the church, and immediately upon carrying the bones back into the church, the church was then sanctified, it was holy, it was considered hallowed ground. While they were inside talking to All Father Jim, Dodger dumped out the heavy of uh, the smaller but seemingly heavier bag and 10,000 gold pieces scattered upon the pew. The group decided to give them up 2,000 piece and while they were doing this Amelia and Ismark were outside burying uh, Henrik the coffin maker up to his neck in the cemetery which he was not moving at all due to the fact that the mister had cast acid splash upon him and it burnt through his leg and took his ankle, amputated his ankle. We left or ended the session with Henrik being in the ground and Periwinkle standing there uh, beginning to look around for a brick to help this man who was buried up to his knee. As always, thank you for listening and hopefully next week we can get Craig, or as we call him, Tucker, to record the entire session. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe and share this podcast with everyone.